Si Krishna Chaitana Prabhu Nichananda Si Advaita Gadada Si Vasadi Gora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare Recording in progress Hare Krishna so sorry for being a little late. Uh, turn it off. Sound bunt grow. Sound, sound, sound bunt. Okay. So, um, yeah, sorry for being a little late. Uh, just as we were about to start, uh, the Wi Fi went down. So we're uh, operating from the phone, and that caused a little bit of delay. And also, I cannot see all of you at the same time. So uh, I'm just imagining your faces now. <laughs> it's, it's just as good. Uh, a long time ago, I was here in Vindavan, and uh, there is just one phone and uh, you could, uh, you have to press the button and then you get the operator, hello, operator. Ah, ah. Then when you try to book a local call, that was impossible. Uh, if you try to book a trunk call, that meant uh, to some other town, that was impossible. But there was one thing possible. You could call Delhi on a lightning call. Ah. Hello, operator. Lightning call. Acha, lightning call. And then lightning call was very expensive. And uh, then you would get three minutes. And most of those three minutes were spent with Hello! Ah! Hello! Ah! It's just. Uh, oh. So today it is a little bit like that. <laughs> uh, primitive communication uh, yeah but that doesn't matter um, because the subject matter is what matters and obviously our subject matter is is Krishna um, and our connection with Krishna um, our uh, our connection as guru and disciple also is simply the connection with Krishna. Uh, because uh, I am the representative of Krishna, and uh, or that's what I'm meant to be. If I'm not representing Krishna, then what am I doing? Um, so, therefore, Oma Jnana Timarandasya. Let our darkened eyes be opened. Just as the sun is covered by clouds. The sun is not really covered by clouds, but our eyes are covered by clouds. And therefore, we cannot see the sun. So let all the 
illusory clouds that cover our eyes, that uh, they dissolve. Agam dunvarti kartsnenya niharam ivabaskara. Just as uh, when there's enough presence of the sun, then even the fog disappears. In Vrindavan, we have studied this phenomena regularly, uh, lately, and we see how thick fog is setting in and the sun is trying and it is not happening. <laughs> and we are looking and it doesn't look very good. It looks like uh, some days the sun didn't make it at all through the fog. Uh, at the moment, the sun is stronger. After Makar Sankranti, which was on the 14th of January, the sun comes back in the northern hemisphere. Uh, the sun traveled in the south, and now the sun is in the north. So the sun in India is noticeably stronger after Makar Sankranti. And so at this moment, the sun has the power to get rid of the, uh, or displace the power to get rid of the, the folk. Yes. So in our own lives, if we bring in Krishna, um, if we bring in more Krishna, then surely Maya will be overcome. Uh, there's no question that anybody is going to miss out. There's no question that anybody is going to uh, going to miss out uh, on the mercy of Krishna or on Krishna consciousness. And that we say, like, well, my Maya is so strong that uh, it can't be fixed. It, it's, it's especially my mind. My mind is not an ordinary mind. I mean, you know, don't mind, but my mind, my mind is really something. It's like... It's very, very strong. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know what it's like, you know what I mean? But if you have a mind like I have, yeah. Therefore, Krishna has this stick which controls the elephant on his lotus feet so that when your mind is as big and strong as an elephant, still Krishna's lotus feet can control it. You say, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay, okay. I accept Krishna can control my mind. But but the problem is, is that my karma is bad. My karma is so bad that like I cannot become Krishna conscious. It's just every time I try, something happens, you know, like I break my leg, I wind up in a hospital, my house burns down, you know, I just make an altar and the next day it burns down. <laughs> what to do? That's my karma. I, I try to speak on Zoom and I, I put in all the proper connections and it doesn't work. And then someone else who has like just karma for, for phones and all these things, only their phone works. What can we do? And my phone, which is four times more expensive, <laughs> refuses to work. <laughs> uh, what can we do? It is karma. So my karma doesn't make it possible to make the connection with Krishna, uh, one might think. But again, you know, Krishna uh, will prevail because Krishna has a thunderbolt on his feet, and in this way Krishna is will smash that mountain of karma. So yes, this is our 
uh, main meditation uh, that let us bring more Krishna in our in our life. Uh, uh, years ago, I, I came up with that. Just add Krishna. Yeah? Whatever is the mix of the modes of material nature, add Krishna. Right? As Srila Prabhupada gave the example, when there's a glass of water and it has a drop of ink in it, how do you get the ink out? Uh, just by adding water. Yeah? So if our Krishna consciousness is now mixed with material influence, let's just add Krishna, and everything will, uh, then Krishna will prevail, and the material influence will be driven out. Well, I think that's, uh, so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to just spend time uh, by adding Krishna, uh, time talking about Krishna. Um, I am doing the same at the moment. Uh, um, you know, like, yeah, Maharaj Pariksit, he uh, got a notice, he would be bitten by this snake, Taksak, and, uh, and die within seven days. So he just sat down and <clears throat> didn't eat, didn't drink, didn't sleep, and just for seven days non-stop, just heard uh, Krishna Kata. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I can't manage that. Uh, I do have a, a, a recording playing at night, and because I don't sleep very well, I catch quite a bit, actually. Uh, it's quite, quite nice, yes. Um, this, this morning there was a whole session about Madhvacharya, or morning, somewhere at, at, at one o'clock or so. There's a whole session of, around about Madhvacharya. And uh, so in this way, I get something in the night, but I cannot imitate, uh, I cannot imitate uh, Maharaj Pariksit. Yeah, that is not possible. And in my case, it's also not seven days. It's like maybe a little longer. So uh, more like seven months or whatever. So seven months fasting is a complication. <laughs> yeah. So we adjust according to uh, time, place, and circumstances, and according to our capacity. As Haridas Thakur, could chant 300,000 names or 192 rounds. We can uh, we can chant 16 plus, yeah, minimum 16 rounds. So you know, so Hare Krishna, Krishna 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 Hare Hare. Finish 16 rounds and then at least something extra. Yeah. Uh, I always chant some some extra at least to make up for the bad rounds that I chanted. Yeah, it's like the inattentive rounds. I think at least I should offer a little bit extra just so that I compensate for that. Um, um, because why you're late. No, sorry. Sorry is not good enough. 
That doesn't matter. Why were you in Lloyd Bazaar? <laughs> you should come in, come, come in time or don't come. You should be waiting for me. That's how it is. Okay, goes, goes on. Yeah. I mean, every five minutes, the late comers, and then it's hard to concentrate. And it's like, I wouldn't do that. Because you have to think, when the spiritual master is there, Krishna is there. Yeah, Krishna is sitting there. That's what you have to think. Is the representative of Krishna as good as Krishna? So, Krishna is speaking today. Then you're not going to come late. Yeah, well, you know, you just walk in late. No, that's not the right uh, attitude. I mean, I'm not usually one who, you know, is like uh, pulling rank or something. But my point is, though, is that that's that's the proper relationship. No, don't lock the door. Don't manage my house. They <laughs> 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 just, but the suit understands. Like we should not come late. That's not appropriate, hmm. unless there is a real reason. And Loy Bazaar is not a good reason. So the point is this, is that, um, you know, the, um, I wanted to meet with, uh, with dedicated groups and, and countries, so I took, uh, took Australia and, uh, and, uh, And I'm just looking at who is there, but I have to scroll slowly to the scheme. I only get four boxes at a time. Okay, Brisbane, Chamatagni's there, Sundar Gopal, Satyabama there, Patnamalini, Kalpavriksha, Melbourne, come on. Okay, Yadunandan and Kamalakshi, I'm seeing Sham, well, yay. <laughs> Nice. Okay, yeah, it's nice that you're all there, actually. Anyway, I wanted to to uh, communicate with you, right, and to, um, um, yeah, spend time with you. Um, one reason for having these Zooms is not just about uh, me, being uh, meeting with you, but it's also uh, <clears throat> the community, you know, that somehow or other, the fact that you are my disciple does make you a community. Right? It's like uh, the fact that you're a, a Hare Krishna, somehow or other, whatever kind of Hare Krishna you are, uh, but that somehow or other you became connected to the Hare Krishna movement, <laughs> We have all kinds amongst my disciples, and I guess in this movement we have all kinds of people um, and all kinds of commitments and so on. So we are part of that greater community of Hare Krishna devotees, of our connection with Prabhupada's movement. 
But then within, we also have our connection with, uh, with our spiritual master. And then we also, yeah, and then we have a connection with the other disciple of our spiritual master. Now, I have a great variety of, of people, and, uh, and it's not that everyone will be, uh, who's connected to me will be necessarily close to each other. But I do feel, though, that at, at this time, when, when uh, I have this uh, health problem, it's okay. I fixed it. Pop up window. <laughs> uh, anyway, at this time, since since my health is like problematic, um, it's important that you um, that you find some some uh, some support with each other. That you find some community yeah. because that will help later on you know when the time comes that uh, yeah my health will take a real dive which is is very likely yeah of course miracle miracles may happen in some people i'm sure maharaj i'm sure great i wish i was as sure as you <laughs> uh but uh, oh, definitely it will happen. Yeah, okay. Uh, we don't know what's Krishna's plan. You know, maybe maybe Krishna wants to be somewhere else. Uh, death is a change of service. So maybe he wants me to serve somewhere else. What can I say? Uh, so whatever may be, but the community of my disciples is is valuable. Um, you will find strength and support there um, because uh, our spiritual master is providing um, a basic uh, uh, foundation. Um, it is said that there is the knowledge of the scripture and everything is based on knowledge of scripture and then there's also Kaladesa Patra, uh, uh, also uh, time, place, and circumstance. Um, like we see, brahmacharis are supposed to have matted locks, according to the uh, scripture, or dreads, and uh, but Prabhupada didn't have that in the Hare Krishna movement. Yeah, no dreads. They have a few dreaded seekers, but that's as far as it goes, right? It's not the standard to have dreads. Anyway, so, uh, but it shows that Prabhupada sometimes on details, this is not important, that is not important. So, um, spiritual masters um, may do so and, and may emphasize certain points. We see, and different spiritual masters may place their the emphasis on different things. Like Radhanath Maharaj always puts the emphasis on being the humble servant. Right? Really emphasize 
be a humble servant, be a humble servant, be a humble servant, be a humble servant. And that's something he said many, many times throughout his lectures, even I know that, you know. Uh, Bhakti Tirta Maharaj was the ambassador of love, you know. Right? It's just like uh, speaking about love, uh, trying to really deal with everyone in a very loving way. And uh, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, um, he spent a long time discussing Vaishnav etiquette because he was very cultural. He was, he was after all, coming from the Bengali culture. Um, like one time, I met Maharaj, and he was giving a talk and on the Mahabharat. Now, the Mahabharat is not main Gaudiya Vaishnava scripture. Right? So I just asked him, I said, Maharaj, why are you speaking on the Mahabharat? And he just said, because my grandmother used to tell me all the stories when I was a kid. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I guess my grandmother didn't. <laughs> I had a similar experience in South India when uh, I was in Tirupati and the temple president, Revati Raman, shows me around and we're coming to the Goshal, and he shows me the Goshal, and this cow passes urine, he immediately puts his hand under the cow and drinks it, catches it with his hand and drinks it. So I'm looking like, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, he, and he goes, yes, my grandmother taught me this. I said, mine didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, if if people would insist I drink cow urine, although not the distilled one, Adi Kesefa. Oh, God. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, if people would insist I drink cow urine, I might <laughs> drink it, you know. I mean, possible. But it would be tough. It wouldn't be like something my grandmother just taught me and it just put my hand under the cow. <laughs> That's a little intense for the for the Western mind, I must say. Yeah. So anyway. So Yadi Keshava seven years ago sent me these bottles from Vrindavan with this cow urine. I opened one bottle and everyone in the room fainted. <laughs> <laughs> this smell coming out of that bottle was so intense, Adi. Oh my God. Anyway, back to my point. Uh, different spiritual masters may uh, emphasize different, uh, different points of the philosophy. Uh, uh, Jaipataka Maharaj always talking about Goranga, 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 like that, you know. Different spiritual masters have their interest, right? Uh, it's like we can see uh, my spiritual master, Jayadvaita Maharaj, whenever he uh, uh, answers a question, there's always a slogan from the Bhagavad Gita, yeah. 
everything. He supports everything. He gives an answer and then boom, quotes. And he's very good at that. And not only that he knows the Gita, but very good in applying it. Because I know people who have memorized the Gita, but they can't apply it like he can apply it. And that is, of course, uh, he spent his life with the books. Yeah, that's been his service, that's his meditation, and that's noticeable. So, like that, different, uh, different personalities are have a different emphasis. Um, um, my emphasis has been uh, is inclusiveness. Yeah. I kind of have been uh, a person who tries to accommodate others, and I've tried to carve out a space in this movement um, for people so that they could somehow or other be part of it, even if they were not 100% stereotype Hare Krishnas, if there is something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so amongst my disciples, you find great individuality. Uh, and I've tried to uh, accommodate for that. Uh, because I don't mind individuality. Um, that is fine. I think there is, is room for that, you know. Uh, yeah. And I think we can engage our skills. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a time when when I joined the, the Hare Krishna movement, then uh, it was a very uh, uh, rigid Hare Krishna movement. You know, there was a standard, and you had to conform to that standard, and basically be in the box. And so, uh, devotees don't play guitar. Well, that was a complication for me, because up to the day I joined, I played eight hours a day. <laughs> Uh, I played from morning to night, right? Uh, you know, just a little free playing, then recording, then uh, writing songs, rehearsing songs, like that, all together. It's just like was a, a full day's engagement. And, and uh, I would wake up and sit on the, on the edge of my bed and play guitar for a while. <laughs> That's the first thing I would do in the morning. I think some people can uh, find themselves in that. Uh, but anyway, that was what I did before. And then I was, okay, Hare Krishnas don't play guitar. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, that was a bit of, uh, of an adjustment. And it was just uh, uh, considered to be... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, if if you did, you were off, right? So, uh, okay. Uh, for a long time, in boring Bhagavatam classes, if there are such things, okay? <laughs> of course, I don't know if there is something like a boring Bhagavatam class, but I did experience some of them like boring Bhagavatam classes. 
uh, it's debatable that they are really boring because after all, it's about the Bhagavatam. But anyway, I was sitting through it all and then in my mind, I would play guitar. <laughs> I could just, thrum, I could just hear the chords, you know, <laughs> what to do. And, and I refused to play harmonium because harmonium I considered like firewood, you know, such a crude instrument, right? <laughs> no refinement, you know. Ugh. And wobbly keys, delayed reaction, all kinds of horrible things, you know, uh, that a that a musician really doesn't appreciate. So it took me many, it took me decades before I finally picked up the harmonium. Said, okay, then I'll I'll surrender, I'll surrender to the harmonium. Ah <laughs> uh, well, <coughs> maybe that's why. I have over the years broken many harmoniums because of my <laughs> my <clears throat> my hidden hate for harmoniums. <laughs> but uh, uh, I got used to them now. It's okay. I can uh, I can live with them. Uh, but it was quite an adjustment. So the Hare Krishna movement that I entered into was demanding this very rigid adjustment to everything, the way you dressed, the way you looked, the way you spoke, and even the way you thought. And in fact, they told us, don't think, just ask your superior. Now, that one... <laughs> really, really, really didn't go down well with me because I can't switch it off. There's no switch that I can stop the thinking. The thinking continues, right? No matter what. So, you know, so each time when when I was supposed to stop thinking, then I start thinking more. <laughs> that, that's like, that makes it worse, you know? If you want me to stop thinking, you have to kind of uh, uh, distract me. That that's probably the best way, you know. People coming late and people. Uh, <laughs> because because I have vata in my nature, and then vata people, you say boo, and they forget everything. <laughs> that's vata that's vata you know it's like so then we have a door here which is which due to the weather has become jammed because in India they don't cure the wood properly because they want to sell it quick see before you can sell wood you have to keep it for a few years to cure the wood. In India, they never do. They sell it straight away. And as a result, all Indian doors are just round and warped and all windows and everything. In the harmoniums also, they grow in size. You have to always file the keys because in India, they don't cure wood. You see? Yeah, I know because I was in construction and we did a lot of woodwork, so. We were curing our wood for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. So anyway, all these things. Uh, yeah, so, so I felt that I saw many people come. Uh, oh yeah, my, my, my former wife, you know, like uh, we were together before Krishna consciousness for five years. So, but I came first, and uh, but she had like uh, this hair which was cut here, you know, and a French design, right? <laughs> was not allowed, you know. It had to be like a partition in the middle, and so on. So if so, if the hair in the front wasn't long enough then it had to be clipped on with two little clips, you know, <laughs> so that they could have the partition. Oh my God, that was a drama. <laughs> and even if I would say, no, but your forehead is very nice. <laughs> it still wasn't enough, you know. So, so much adjustment. Right? So, um, so I've never been one of like rigid adjustment. Um, I've been uh, Mr. Live and Let Live, which is also not so surprising because I'm from the Netherlands, and that's what the Netherlands is about: live and let live. Uh, there's a reason for that, you know. I mean, basically, <laughs> a short explanation, but in the history of Europe, the Netherlands became Protestant, and amongst other countries, and it was a smaller country than Spain. A stronghold of Catholicism attacked the Netherlands and fought a war for 80 years. It was a very long war, 80 years. So after that war, William of Orange came and freed the Netherlands. So after 80 years of war, everyone was ready for freedom. And so that's, that's survived for 500 years now. And uh, it's still the country of freedom. And that's what I used to do. I used to... I've taken the devotees to the King's Day in Amsterdam every year, and before Krishna consciousness, I also used to go to the King's Day, and I would stand there and and play songs about freedom. <laughs> That's what I used to do before. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Oh. But of course. Now we have the real song for freedom. So on the one hand, I am ready to accommodate. On the one hand, I'm liberal, right? I don't care if you haven't done the course. <laughs> I don't care, you know, the one you're supposed to do. I, I can't take such things so serious. I can do it out, I mean, I think more important than that is that you make a serious commitment from the heart. And that's what I want. So although I'm liberal, at the same time I want something. And I want commitment. I don't want like, 
external commitment. I want commitment to say, I'm going to be a devotee. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone has to be perfect, right? I mean, some people, they struggle. They struggle with their, with their sadhana, you know. And I know that uh, it's tough, you know. Some ladies, when they give birth, uh, they're overwhelmed, you know, and the child is just too much, and, and the rounds start to suffer, and that's... Uh, um, yeah, okay, you know, you, it's easy to say, that shouldn't be, that's very bad, you know, but it doesn't work. My finger doesn't solve the problem, okay? <laughs> because the baby is still crying at any time of the day and night, and I can say to the baby, but baby, <laughs> but baby doesn't care about my finger either, yeah? Uh, so, <coughs> although I'm not so bad in making children quiet, actually, on planes you sometimes have these kids, you know, and they just go berserk, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like, and then there's a totally embarrassed mother. She has two kids, and one is dr she's dragging one along and get a crying baby on the arm. And then the kid walks past. And then when I address it directly and look it in the eyes, sometimes I can shock it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just totally quiet. <laughs> and they look at me, wow. <laughs> Mystic power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was just, just making an intense connection. Prabhupada is also a story about Prabhupada and that there was a child who was like getting totally hysterious, hysterical. And this, this child in front of Prabhupada, mother brings the child, the child's going berserk. And then at one point, the child hits the head on the floor. And Prabhupada said, Look! It cracked the floor. <laughs> and the child stopped crying and had a look. Did I, <laughs> did I crack the floor? <laughs> so, yeah, there are ways. But it doesn't always work. Anyway, so the point is this. There are, many, there are so many reasons you know, why it may be um, sometimes difficult to to perform perfect, perform our practices perfectly, but we should at least make a commitment. Say, Krishna, no, I'm yours, and I'm struggling right now, but I am yours. I, I've given my life to you, and because Krishna, I know there is there's no other way. There's no other way to live. There's no other option. What else is there? It may be hard to chant Hare Krishna. It may be difficult to follow four regulated principles. It may be hard to rise early in the morning. It may be difficult to not associate freely with anybody and everybody and limited, uh, limit ourselves to, to devotees. I mean, but Maharaj, uh, no 
It says it's worse to associate with Mayavadis than to enter a cage filled with fire. And, well, that's Shastra for you. So, yeah, no Mayavadis then. But, you know, but my mother is a Mayavadi. <laughs> well, now we've got a complication. <laughs> we got a complication here. Yeah. What do you do when your mother is a Mayavadi? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that wasn't in the handbook. <laughs> no, it just says, don't associate with Mayavadis, right? But that wasn't there. And it goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like that, sometimes it gets a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit complicated. Uh, but, uh, so there are special circumstances. Uh, But yeah, uh, if your mother is a Mayavadi, or if your mother is something else opposing Krishna consciousness, then it doesn't mean you give up your your mother altogether. But it also means you cannot just spend too much time with your mother. It also means you don't go stay there for a few weeks and get a good dose of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and after two weeks, <laughs> you come out like, <laughs> uh, uh, In the strict Hare Krishna days, that was not allowed. We could go to our parents for a few hours. Yeah, that was it. You could never spend the night. That was not allowed. Yeah. You could go for a few hours, bring some prasadam, and then you had to be back in the temple. I mean, that was the that was the standard in those days, which was which was strictly enforced. Yeah, and uh, yeah. In the very beginning, I, I just went to visit some friends. That was also not allowed, but I didn't realize it. So I went to stay with my friends. I was a full-on brahmachari, uh, because my former wife didn't join. So then, you're, you're alone? Okay, put on saffron. Yeah. <laughs> so I had saffron, and I stayed with my friends. And there was a room above a restaurant, and I stayed there. And the shower was downstairs. So I got up at four o'clock on the dot, of course, you know. And then I had to go down to the to the to the bathroom. And I was in my gamsha and there was a party downstairs. <laughs> and I walked through the party in my gamsha. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, <laughs> this one girl even said, "You're so beautiful." <laughs> and I said, "I said, Maya, Maya." Anyway, I went to take a bath and went back up and chanted Hare Krishna. 
so yeah, uh, I I could see that that there were reasons for their for the strict rules. I could see, yeah. Yes. <laughs> there was there was a, it, and if you didn't have them, that there could be complications. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I didn't do that again. Um, but now we're living in a totally different. Uh, movement, because now we're living in a movement where many devotees uh, just join at home, and they've never ever lived like temple devotees. It's quite something when you live like a temple devotee, because, I mean, many of you, as Grihastas, uh, just joined the Hare Krishna movement and, and practiced it from home. Uh, but when you move into a temple, then it's a complete revolution. Your whole life is turned upside down, literally. I mean, I used to go to bed at four, and I had to get up at four. <laughs> it was... Whew, it, 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 it was like uh, a big jet lag. Um so there were so many adjustments to make. Um, and nowadays, the entrance into the process of bhakti is much more gradual, because it's at home. And you add it to your life at home, but at the same time, you still have your, uh, your toast, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and everything else. All the things just still stay. And, and there's like, it's not just toast. There's thousands of things like that, <laughs> yeah, that still stay the same. And uh, and then Krishna consciousness is also there. So uh, the change is not as 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 intense. Uh, you know, they used to say about boys. You know, like uh, that when a boy would go into the army, they come out like a man. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like I'm still a boy because I never went into the army. <laughs> Somehow or other, managed to avoid that. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> no, a boy, uh, when there's real trouble, starts running to his father or runs for shelter. A man, a man, when there's trouble, will have to deal with it. Yeah. That's a difference. That's an adult. You know, as an adult, you have to deal with things. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so in, in Krishna consciousness, it uh, when we go through, through through temple life, we get a rigid training. Even today, you know, get quite a training, which then stays with us for a long time. So now that we're having a movement. Uh, where so many, where the majority has never really had that. Uh, the culture of the movement has changed. Uh, anyway, so in the light of that, I didn't think that I was going to try to uh, make a very rigid, uh, rigid standard. Uh, Yeah. Um, so I've never 
just preached standard, 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 right? But, so, I don't care if you eat sitting on the floor, right? Like Vaishnav culture, and eat with your right hand and don't use knife and fork, you know, like brahmacharis are learning to do. When the kitchi was too hot, we would eat it with a leaf, you know. Get a, get a leaf plate and take a piece of leaf because you burn your fingers. It's so hot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I don't mind if you sit at the table and, you know, like, and, 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 and have your pasadam at the table. It's fine by me. It's not necessary to, uh, to go that far into introducing Vedic culture. But let's serve Krishna. Let's chant Hare Krishna. Now, some people have problem in, in, in managing their rounds. Okay. Uh, at least work on it. Don't give up. And if, if you have to temporarily fix a lower number, temporarily fix a lower number. If you cannot chant 16 rounds, what you're going to do? You just, another, another day, another miserable day, you failed again. Okay, what if that happens? And it's after initiation. You promised it. And now you just can't manage it. And no matter what, now what to do? Uh, put fiery coal on top of your head. Uh, w- wallow in guilt, right? Wallow in guilt. Remind yourself how a hundred times a day how fallen you are. Oh my God, you know. Uh, you could try that medieval system of beating yourself with a court, you know. Slatch. Ah, slatch. Uh, uh, I don't know if that is really the solution. Uh, so I said, well, if it doesn't work, if it really doesn't work, then let's temporarily relieve the pressure. How many can you do? Fix that number for a while and then build back up. Right? Then build back up. You know, I have had in my life some uh, interesting health experiences and one of them is, of course, I got shot and that was definitely quite... Uh, a very invasive experience, you can say. And uh, I got shot in the back, right? So anyway, after two weeks or so, I was in a private room, and uh, I was able, or supposed to be able, to, to get out of bed. So I stepped out of bed, and... As I put my leg on the ground, I pulled a muscle in my leg really bad. And I was surprised because I thought, well, my leg didn't get injured. My back got injured, you know, and the organs here, the, the torso, but not my leg. My leg should be fine. But my whole body had become weak. And uh, suddenly, I wasn't my normal self, you know. I mean, I have uh, been graced with some solid legs, you know. Uh, Sea legs I have, yeah. I have short 
and solid legs, the kind of legs that are really good to stand on deck of a ship, and you know, and there can be rocking waves, and I'm still standing. And literally, I have experienced it like that. So, and suddenly, I could barely walk. So that was interesting. Uh, suddenly, I had a weakness that I didn't expect. So now let's say the same thing happens. Some overwhelming circumstances, either emotional, you know, some some big emotional thing happens, or something physical, right? Some disease or something in the in the family that suddenly takes all the energy, uh, and the rounds start to uh, get slack and. You, you start missing them, and then after a while, you have been missing them for a long time. And now what? Okay, let's build it up, as I had to build up the strength in the muscle. I had to just build up new strength in the muscle. I couldn't just immediately go normal, but I had to take some time to build up the strength. And so if if... If we really fallen off, 40, off of 16 rounds, okay, start on a lower number and then build back up. But keep a fixed number of rounds. If never go go to, if you, if you lose your 16 rounds, that's not good, but it can happen. Yeah? So how to deal with that? So I'm giving a, a, a way to deal with it. Number one is fix a number. Number two is, after, after you've done that for a little while, gradually increase. You know, if you have to start with four, start with four, bring it to six, bring it to eight, keep it there for a while, bring it to, to, to 12, keep it there for a while, and then one, a codicy, go back to 16, yay, you know, and then just... <laughs> Just stay there, okay? Then just stay there. So, like this, uh, we 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 can can accommodate for weakness that doesn't make it right. You know, it's not like you're chanting, you can't chant sixteen rounds. Oh, that's okay. You know, I mean, you just do what you can. Forget it. It's not okay. It's terrible. The, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's not a good thing. But anyway, uh, let's not uh, spend all our time feeling guilty. Yes, it's terrible. I know it's so terrible. I am terrible, and it is terrible, 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 terrible. You know, Terry the terrible tiger. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> What can we do, you know? I mean, he's going to eat himself. Right? No, that we don't want. That we don't want. Um, let us just say, okay, I should do better, but... Uh, so, a little bit of guilt is not bad, right? No, it's just like, uh, guilt is the pain of the mind. Yeah, It's like, you know... When you have a pain in your finger, 
uh, suddenly I had pain in my finger and I have a look and then it's good if you have pain in your finger it's good to have a look because half the finger may be missing <laughs> <You know? laughs> and the pain is telling you that maybe you should do something about it yeah? while you still can so pain is also part of a protection mechanism so guilt is also part of a protection mechanism but then uh, just like pain you know if you have pain and you just go into it it's like pain oh, oh pain oh pain then you become a ball of pain right <laughs> you know so in the same way we can become a ball of guilt we're not meant to become a ball of guilt little guilt and then say well anyway Let's carry on and let's try and as good as possible to still do something. Let me do some service. Let me chant something. Let me fix a number of rounds and follow the system of building it back up. So here I'm offering a, uh, a remedy for a problem. And I'm, I'm ready to accommodate for a problem, but I'm not in any way uh, saying, this is good, and this is okay. Uh, I can't chant, great, that's fine. No, you have to chant, otherwise, how will you go back to Godhead? Yes, you have to chant. We have to chant, and 16 rounds is the blessed number. It is the blessed number. It is the blessed number. Oh, the blessed sixteen, sixteen rounds. Okay. Yes, it is a blessed number. We have to always understand that when we chant sixteen rounds, then we get Prabhupada's blessings. Oh, Srila Prabhupada. Oh, Prabhupada, you are the great, pure devotee. Oh, Srila Prabhupada, uh, my love, Srila Prabhupada, is for you. Then chant 16 rounds. Yeah. That's what it means. Love, love Prabhupada, that means chant 16 rounds. And if you ain't chant no 16 rounds, you ain't got no love at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry about that, you know. <laughs> anyway, if you ain't got no love at all, it's still okay, you know. We're not going to throw you out the door just because you got no love. But, you know, then you got to do some service. So, let's go to the kitchen. <laughs> and you can just clean 16 pots. Big ones. See, big ones with caked black bottoms. And you can choose, you can choose. You can either clean 16 pots or you can change 16 rounds. <laughs> well, you know, you see a lot of people will, after one week, will choo choose for changing the 16 rounds. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, like like uh, I, I I met these devotees and senior devotees. I mean, senior to me in Krishna consciousness, and that meant in, initiated by Prabhupada. Because, uh, 
and I met them, and uh, and they said that uh, on my wife's birthday we drank a bottle of wine, and and then he said, and we didn't feel any less Krishna conscious, and <laughs> and I told him, I said because you were drunk. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know, like, <laughs> as they say in Australia, get off it, mate. You know, get off it, right? Come on, you know. I mean, really, you know. I mean, you know, you don't have to make a philosophy out of it, right? <laughs> okay, you know, if, if you have to take some grok, <laughs> all right, what can we do? You know, that's the problem, right? I mean, then you got a problem. If you're doing grok, you got a problem, you know, and so on. But so uh, let's do something to get rid of it, but not that we start to justify it. Huh? So, in this way, um, Srila Prabhupada also said that he wanted his disciples to be independently thoughtful. So now this relates to uh, to my mood, right? Because I told you at the beginning that they told us, don't think, ask your superior. And I told you, that doesn't work for me. You know, I can't switch it off. I keep on thinking. So I want you to think also. I want you to, to deeply think, why am I doing this? Why am, uh, why am I in this Krishna consciousness? Uh, why am I making this commitment? Yes. Commitment comes from, we need reasons. The more reasons we have, the more strong our commitment will be. Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, like I, I, before I came to this, this, before I moved into a temple, I was convinced that uh, Krishna consciousness, right, uh, it's the only thing that works. Material life doesn't work. You know, it looks like temporary success. Um, my parents seem to do uh, well, uh, and everything was going going really good. And then unexpectedly, recession in the business. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! And, you know, it's getting hard. And how are we going to manage all this? Meanwhile, they had a house which was, which was big. And my sister and myself had moved out. So there were so many empty rooms in the house. So it's just like, well, you know, why keep this big house? Right? When the families become smaller anyway, two kids are out the door. You don't need the big house. You're paying for what, you know? So, oh, the house, ah. yeah. But this is uh, is Krishna, yeah. Anyway, so my father was so much into the house. Anybody would come to the house would get a full tour of the house, like it was, as if it was a museum. <laughs> 
And here's an antique table, and it's like 350 years old. And this is, is this wall with these little marble bricks. They're actually from Carrara in Italy. And you're like, oh God, the tour. And I swore, I will never have a house. <laughs> and I never had a house. Even when I was a householder, I was a householder without a house. <laughs> <laughs> All because of my father. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I came and I was a bit materially exhausted. So, dear devotees, don't I'm not look I have all these years looked for independently thoughtful people people who on who stand on their own legs who are mature who understand why they're doing this Krishna consciousness and who have, have good reasons for it who have thought about it and therefore say yes I make a commitment then we need each other then we need community then we need community. And when difficulties come, then that community is there. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, you know, you have your family, right? Something happens, but you have your family. Okay, you deal with it together. So in the same way, uh, now that I'm in bad health, let the community of my disciples be there. Uh, let all, let them be there for the others in this period. And let them be uh, nice to each other. Like today, this is not here in my room. Some devotees are there. I have not made an official announcement that this is a public program. And why didn't I do it? Because it's too much for Kadambakana and Swami. Because he kills himself, he he has a tendency to go on this kamikaze program. You know, he's he's a madman. You have to understand, and he always over always over. He cannot be normal. He, when he when he does a kirtan, it's it's crazy kirtan. He has to give it all. You know, anything he does, he puts all his energy, and as and then afterwards, he just totally gets drained. That's what he does. So. I have the official programs, and then in between, like this one, uh, anybody who was attentive yesterday heard me say <laughs> that tomorrow at 12 I have a Zoom. Well, if you were smart, then you knew that you could come. Mm-hmm. Right? Otherwise, I would not have told you. <laughs> yes. So, you got to be smart. But the Zoom is especially for the devotees in Australia. So, dear devotees in Australia, uh, I want you to also uh, please come together in your own uh, communities, uh, like, you know, I used to go to Nugovardhan and do programs in Rupa's house, uh, in Sydney we had programs in the house of Asim and Divya, in... Uh, in in Melbourne, uh, yeah, in various various homes, but you know, I hope that uh, 
my disciples will uh, get together. Get together. When I'm not around, that you'll get together. And and that you'll be nice to each other. <laughs> because I think that will really uh, go a long way. Uh-oh. Uh, somebody is... Uh, Okay. So, some questions, please. And because I cannot see the whole screen, I don't know if I'll see you, if you put your hand up or not. I mean, I'm working from a phone. But just uh, don't be shy. Just speak. Unmute and speak. And ask your question. I hear some faint voice. Haribo, Haribo. Yeah, do it, do it. It's your phone, I'm not going to touch it. I don't know how to think. It's an Android. I've never <coughs> used an Android in my life. <laughs> okay, speak again, Haribo, Haribo. It's Padma. Where's the speaker? Where's the loudspeaker? No, no speaker. It's just for recording. Oh, it's just for recording. Okay. But where is it? Okay. Padma, say it again as loud as you can. I'm working from a phone and it hasn't. It, it, what if? What are your favorite moments in Australia? What are my favorite moments in Australia? Every single moment was, was my favorite <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> um, from the moment I came in and from the moment that uh, some guy at the petrol pump said, Good day, mate! <laughs> and, I thought, and I thought, he knows I'm a foreigner and he's just showing off for me. But, you know, he wasn't. He was real. So, uh, everything about Australia was just amazing. Padma, I'll never forget that moment that you were at New Year's evening from, you know, on top of the hill near the temple. We're just chanting this waltzing Matilda from the heart, you know. <laughs> ah, Padma, you know, that was certainly a highlight. So many highlights. Huh? But, you know, uh, okay, one sec, they're going to try and do something about the speaker. Speak again, Padma. It was that song, Good Day, Good Day, and How You Going. And next it was Waltzing Matilda, Padma. It was the whole thing. It wasn't just one song. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a whole bunch of them. Uh -huh. Yes. Anyway. Uh, but Padma, so many wonderful moments we've had, right? Um, Australia is, is, is in so many ways blessed, you know. Um, the weather in Australia is quite nice. It's not like as cold as Europe or like that. And, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they want me to make you, uh, they want me to make you sing Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> 
<laughs> just just ten seconds. <laughs> just for the. Okay. Waltz. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Uh, anyway, so one nice thing about uh, Australia is that, um, as I said, the weather is good, so the culture is a bit more outdoors. Um, then over the years, um, Iscon. Uh, it got many nice properties, right? So uh, there is something, you know, there is something, there are places where devotees meet and there are so many communities of devotees. So uh, I like that, you know, that there's a lot of variety. I can be in North Sydney and do an, uh, uh, a program with many of the Indian devotees, or I can be somewhere in downtown Sydney in a, in a program with yoga people. So much variety, so much variety. Or you can go down to Govinda Valley or and go up north to... Um, it's, it's, there's a lot of variety. Yeah, Go to New Govardhan, go to Melbourne, you know, prim and proper, and like that, so many different different places, different moods. So I like the variety. Canberra, country town. Um, yeah, it's a good place. And also for Krishna consciousness. There are many devotees, many restaurants. Not bad, you know. Always uh, lots of opportunity, actually. Uh, to just uh, just associate with devotees, yeah. It's not everywhere like that. So Australia, they got it good, mate. They got it good. Okay, anybody else? Not all at once. You have to say who you are because the phone is is not telling me. Who okay. are? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Ayindavi. Ayindavi, yeah. yeah. What advice would you give us? What? First of all, it's very nice to see you. Thank you for taking okay. this initiative to. Yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing you. Go to the first Okay, yeah, I've, I'm there now. Yeah, okay, I'm seeing you now. You're having a hand up. Okay. Uh, yeah, speak. Okay, I'll take it. But um, as long as I know you, you've always emphasized the importance of building community amongst the disciples. Right. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. What advice would you give practical things to actually achieve that? Because I think it is very important to establish genuine you know, relationships amongst ourselves as a support mechanism. I think invite each other. You know, I mean, many years ago, oh God, I became the host, help. <laughs> uh, I'm a co-host now, okay. Whew. I mean, I'm working from a phone, which I don't know how it works, and uh, I'm the host. Well, good luck. 
uh, yeah, many years ago I was suggesting that uh, everybody should just invite others to, to their house. And it said if it takes 30 people and you invite all the devotees and you cook a feast, right? And then if we, if we do a program like that every night in a different house, then every, then every night we'll get a feast, right? <laughs> and it takes only 30 families to do it, right? And I think it's a very practical suggestion that just takes a pool of 30 families to invite each other. And, uh, and if we regularly invite each other, yes, I think then the relationships can also grow and develop. And, uh, and yeah, well, try, try and be kind. Right? Try and be nice to people. I also am trying. I'm not saying I'm always nice to people. Huh? But but my my intentions are good. Sometimes I growl a little. But even yeah. Even Prabhupada did that, right? I mean Bhakti Chirumaraj in the final days taking care of Prabhupada. Prabhupada said he wanted orange juice. Then, you know, Prabhupada was ringing a bell, he had asked for orange juice. Then after about five minutes, he rings the bell again. But this time, the, there's a distinct uh, intensity in the ringing. So Bhakti Shrumaraj comes back. Prabhupada said, where's the orange juice? It's just, just now coming. Prabhupada didn't like the just now coming. So Prabhupada's like, you know, like, I don't want it anymore. You know, I wanted orange juice. You didn't bring. I don't want it anymore because there were no oranges. And uh, someone had gone to buy the oranges. Then when finally the oranges came, then he made orange juice, brought it to Prabhupada. And Prabhupada said, what's that? Orange juice, Srila Prabhupada. I told you that I don't want it. Srila Prabhupada, if you want to punish me because I'm, I'm too, too slow, please punish me. But please take the orange juice because it's good for your health. And the Prabhupada said, Okay, give the orange juice. <laughs> and they drank the orange juice. And then Prabhupada said, old men are sometimes a little grumpy. <laughs> so I can also be a little grumpy sometimes. Okay, let's go to Sneha and Sanatan. Who Hare Krishna Maharaj. Um in your meeting earlier, you were mentioning how we should, we must all maintain our individuality. And I was just thinking one of the side effects of maintaining individuality, if you're strong-headed or rebellious or something like that, is you tend to become lonely. And um, obviously, we haven't reached a stage where we think you know, that Krishna is your best friend and he's always with you. So how do you deal with that sort of loneliness sometimes when you're trying to maintain your individuality? Yeah. Well, I didn't mean that we should not make any adjustments, you know, to others. As I say, I also try to, uh, you know, I try to be kind. Uh, I have a lot of energy, you know. I mean, like, uh, like Jayat Vaitramarit calls me a dying man with too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, what to do, you know? I've always had a lot of energy, right? So uh, when I was doing things, you know, then sometimes I could, uh, in the beginning, I would demand from my team the same level of energy as I put, you know? But then after a while, I realized, you know, that only very few people on my team were, were able to do that. And, and, a lot, and it burned out a few people. Yeah. So later on, I adjusted and I allowed people to work from their own level, you know, of energy and make a contribution. Um, and I also learned, therefore, you know, not to throw that uh, energy of mine uh, on top of other people's heads. Yeah. So I'm holding back a little bit over the years. So uh, that we all have to. You know, whatever it is, our stubbornness. I'm also very stubborn, but sometimes I have to stop being stubborn. Uh, although I don't like it. <laughs> but sometimes I have to adjust. So we have to also adjust. Um, and for Prabhupada, I'll adjust. That has to be there. You know, for Prabhupada, we have to adjust. If he wants us to adjust, we adjust. We cannot be stubborn with Srila Prabhupada's standards. That's not possible. Then you are putting yourself outside of Krishna consciousness. Then the stu See, with my, my stubbornness worked for me. You know, when my, my parents tried to steer me into a material direction, I was stubbornly not cooperating. And... <laughs> I stubbornly went searching for a spiritual life and I found Krishna. So there my stubbornness works for me. But when my stubbornness takes me away from Krishna, then to hell with my stubbornness. Because that stubbornness is no good. So that much has to be there. So individuality is good. We can maintain what we can. Like you are artistic, you like you can fold towels in the form of swans or in I don't know what else, in many shapes I'm quite sure, but you know, I've seen it, right? No, I have seen. Yes. <laughs> Prabhupada says many times, I have seen. Ah, I saw with my own eyes. So you are artistic, you can do these things. So please continue to be like that, because that's a, a gift. And that's and if people say, "Well, that's not proper. You should not fold towels in the form of swans." No, no. Please, always fold your towels in the form of, in whatever form you like, swans, lo lotus flowers, or, or whatever else. Your create creativity. In other words, uh, let let that always flourish and be engaged in the service of Krishna. It's a gift from Krishna. He gave to you. I can't fold towels like that. No way. I, I always feel really kind of guilty to use the towels. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, Jamadakni. I just had oh. quick, uh, I just quick one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Maharaj, we in Brisbane, as you know, we've got a, a 
center uh, opening soon, since so this week. Yeah, yeah, there was a a thing on the screen. You want me to make a video clip? Or I mean I think we can can make a video clip and just send it to you. I mean Pavan Gopa is here with his equipment and we'll just make it straight after the thing. It takes a few minutes. And it will be much better. Because this uh, you know, now it's over not the best connection. So I make it. No worries. Yeah, the new center. Everyone should be happy about it. I'm happy about it. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. We would love for you to be here. Yes, 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 yes. I thank you so much. You are very kind. Okay, let's go to Jamadakni quickly. <laughs> Hare Krishna to you too. And a happy new uh, year. Guru Maharaj, you mentioned that we have to be independently thoughtful. And one of the things we could do is try to choose a service which is in line with our nature. We should be independently thoughtful and choose a service which is in line with our nature. Is that, that's one level? That's okay. One level. You could choose a service in line with your name, or you could choose a service that really would be especially dear to Srila Prabhupada, even if it is not aligned with your nature. Mm. <laughs> or you could just do, uh, or you could just do the needful. You know, you could be like one of those do the needful devotees that take out the garbage, that do the bookkeeping, that clean the toilets, that do all these things nobody wants to do. And then in the end, you know, one day they're gone. So what happened? You know, where is he? And he's gone back to Godhead. <laughs> <laughs> I think you answered my question before we started. <laughs> so, yeah, I was asking a new center is coming up, and there are so many. Uh, services which are needful, need to be done, which may or may not be in line with our nature. So, but I think you answered already. You <laughs> read my mind. Uh, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you got a new serve, new new uh, new center. Yeah, new centers come with uh, new headaches. <laughs> yeah, you know. I've been like connected to big projects, Vrindavan, Mayapur, this, that, and then when I took sannyas, at first it was a bit of a shock, you know, because I had these big projects, I had drawers full of checkbooks, and I could write checks as I just, you know, check here, check this out, uh, like that. And then... And then I was on my own, and all, and I had hundred dollars in my pocket, and it sort of felt like um, falling in the black hole. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
yeah, but after a little while, you know, hey, freedom. I can go wherever I like. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Then, of course, you know, I started entering into relationships with people. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, that was, the, <laughs> that was the end of my freedom. <laughs> now I've got to make a video for the new center, you know. <laughs> what to do, what to do. Out of love, out of love. <laughs> so love is a chain, you know. Too much love. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Please share Australia White WhatsApp group with your disciples. Okay, that's a good idea. <coughs> um, Sanatan, can you do that? Okay. Thank you, thank you. Even uh, Padmanabha Prabhu had the same idea. Great, great. Yeah, between you, the two of you, or Tribanga Sham, or whoever, it's a good idea. Aussie WhatsApp group. But don't put crazy things on there. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, well, the next is... Sadhananda. Thanks for uh, kindly uh, arranging this call, uh, taking some valuable time off your uh, schedule. Uh, my quick question is about uh, maintaining the family relations. As you mentioned earlier, if your family is not really favorable, especially your parents are not really favorable to Krishna consciousness, you're not really spending a lot of time, but spending little time with them, but still continuing with your sadhana. So I'm just worried about uh, my kids or the future generations. If uh, I need to give them the cultural values and also the, the values about the, the you know, grandparents or the relationships, but still have Krishna consciousness embedded in so uh, my values. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, you can't have everything in this world. That's for sure, <laughs> isn't it? You know. Um, the, the Jehovah Witnesses, they, they have a philosophy that one day the kingdom of God will appear on earth and then from that day on all the relationships on earth will start working. <laughs> so maybe the only thing you could do is become a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> It may spiritually not be very satisfying <laughs> uh, in comparison to Krishna consciousness. Uh, so, in that case, uh, we may have to tolerate something, you know, that that uh, that kill, the, the kids may not get the full uh, relationship with the grandparents, but then they can get the spiritual relationships. Like with some kids of devotees, uh, I'm like their grandfather. Yeah. It's like, uh, and, and uh, same Jaitvaita Maharaj, some of his disciples' kids are treating him like a grandfather. And uh, 
So, yeah, we find a lot of these relationships that do not work with our material family, with our spiritual family. And with our material family, yeah, we try to connect them, we try to give them mercy, we feel they did things for us, right? So we want to do something, you know, our parents, our, our siblings. Yes, we want to, somewhere that they share in the mercy. But if your mother is a Mayavadi, or, <laughs> or some other variety of these things, then it's not easy, you know, she's not going to just accept Krishna. Yeah. So in that case, it, uh, it's not always possible to be too close. Yeah. But some will keep a connection, will give mercy where we can. Yeah, thank you. Okay, Tribhanga Sham. Yeah. My question is, you have spoken a few times about um, how you got, uh, like I got into the change of ashram with the material exhaustion. I spoke a few times about a change of ashram. Material exhaustion. Exhaustion can actually lead to certain things. Yeah. Now, it's in everybody's life. It's also important in uh, devotees' life. Okay, material exhaustion is one of the things that actually can help us, uh, like, uh, not not particularly renounce, but also uh, provide more focus on Krishna consciousness. Okay. So. The question is. Yeah, you you use the term, you know, in a particular way. It's a little different from the Bhagavatam. You say material exhaust, exhaustion, and the Bhagavatam says that you must be materially exhausted. When you speak about material exhaustion, before you ask your question, I get an image of people who are totally tired, you know, who work like, who work like crazy, and is sort of like crawling out of the desert, you know, can barely walk, and just say, I'm totally materially exhausted. You know, I'm going to be a Hare Krishna, and then they go to sleep. Uh, uh, so, to be material exhausted, akinchana gocharam, means janmaisvaya srutasabir edamana madapumam navariti abhidatam vaitama akinchana gocharam, that we are not attached to the position of birth, that we are not into our wealth, our bank balance, that we are not into our learning, our degree, and that we are not into our bodily beauty. And that that means material exhaustion. Okay, now you can ask your question. I'm trying to absorb that. So, uh, basically, my question uh, was on the lines of uh, for a grihastha. When we try to actually progress in terms of uh, do more in Krishna consciousness and with, with the uh, family responsibilities, young children, all that, how does what does the material exhaustion or exhaust that could mean for us to actually keep that balance going? Where we have a lot of ambitions for children, at the same time a lot of responsibilities around, at the same time it can actually at times inhibit or uh, stop you from uh, progressing as fast as you want to, but at the same time, the other side is also equally important. 
how can we actually uh, keep that uh, balance going and also maybe control that ambition okay uh, don't make it too long uh, the balance balance going when you speak balance you're talking about doing two things right balance means you're talking about krishna consciousness and also functioning in the world and bringing some worldness the worldliness well the balance is between krishna consciousness and and being functional in the mundane world the the most weight should be on the krishna conscious side Right? So bring up your kids, and we see that like uh, when kids are in Krishna consciousness, boys they want to uh, they want to play Madanga, right? And it's uh, and they all we we see so many kids that grew up in Krishna consciousness. They all know how to play Madanga like anything, because there's a competition amongst them. <laughs> like I have a servant like that, you know, and he was a kid, and he just saw all the others playing Madanga and he wanted to play Madanga. He couldn't even touch the heads and like, and he always wanted to play Madanga. And then I would come to the temple and then there was this kid who always wanted to play in my kirtans. Sometimes he was off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of sometimes sent him dirty looks. Right? <laughs> but, you know, but he didn't, uh, didn't give up. And now he's my drummer and he's really good. So, somehow or other, get your kids into the Madanga culture. Prabhupada's father wanted his son to learn Madanga, right? And not that he would become a barrister, right? A lawyer in London. Yes. Like this. Teach them these devotional arts. Prabhupada's father gave them deities when they were small. And they were taking care of deities. Yeah. Yeah. They had their own little deities. And I, I stay in houses where, where I see the kids, they have the deities and they take care. They put them to rest, they wake them up, and the parents encourage them. But like that, I see in some houses, every evening, the whole family gets together and sings the evening, uh, the, 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 the Sandhya Arti, Gaur Arti. They're, uh, they're chanting all together. So I see many homes where they pull the kids into Krishna consciousness. Yeah. Let the kids be part of 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 uh, of other youth activities, you know, with devotee kids. Yeah. Give them time to make friends with devotee kids. Let them pick let them play computer games with devotee kids. <laughs> Whatever it takes, you know. Somehow or other. Let their friends be devotees. That will make a big difference. Just like when your daughter when your daughter finally is ready for marriage, you would want her to marry a devotee. That would help. So let them all, let them let them do things together so that they develop friendships with devotees. Friendships with devotees go a long way. Okay, I go to Krishna Kali and that's gonna be the uh pretty much the end. Let's see who else is there. Whoa, so many. Okay. Yes. And then I'll go to Arjun. Yes. Quick, quick, quick. 
Vite, vite, vite. Well, try and fix a time that every day you take a take a time, you fix your time, you say, this is my reading time, sacred reading time, fix it. So this time is for reading. Try and do that. You know? And if that doesn't work, then try uh, just a fixed number. Say, okay, I'll read three verses and purports, right, every day. Things like that. In other words, you have to fix something. Just like 16 rounds, we fix. If we want reading to be there every day, we'll have to fix it. If we just wait until it's going to happen, you know, let's see if it's going to happen today. Let's see if I'll read something. Maybe. Oh, gosh, didn't happen today. Happened last month. No? Sometimes it does happen. No, no, we have to fix it. That's the only way. We have to fix it. Either a fixed time or a fixed number of, of pages or verses like that. Mm. Cessa. Elle était Maurice. Ah oui. Ouais, ouais. Il y a des francophones ici. <laughs> hmm. Ok, au revoir. Um, ok, then Arjuna was there. How's Arjuna? Here's the results from something. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. It's actually in Dukanti. In Dukanti. Um, yeah, I was just wondering um, when spiritual master leaves the planet. Yeah. Um, how important, or is it important to have a shiksha guru or having a community would be now? Um, yeah, I think you cannot force a shiksha guru, you know, upon yourself. Right? I think that would be artificial. Say now I must have a shiksha guru, and I'm just gonna. Uh, so I'll choose this one. Um, compare it to your, uh, you know, you're married and, and, and you, not in your case, but someone loses their husband, then should they immediately just find someone else? No, that's ridiculous, right? It's not possible, you know. So you, you find support in your community of friends and so on. But then sometimes, after some time, uh, there, some relationship does begin to develop with someone. So the Siksha Guru thing is, is not a must. Uh, we should see that many senior devotees are giving us instruction. We learn from them. Right? But then, uh, to call someone a Siksha Guru, um, 
where it goes beyond just instruction, hearing instruction, but where we begin to develop a trust relationship and where we begin to open up our hearts and where we begin to take intimate personal instructions that you cannot have with it with anybody just like that boom you know uh that's something that has to develop that trust right and like okay uh i may not have that with everyone but with many of my disciples i do have a trust relationship and and we know that you know we can talk about personal things and uh and and that's uh that's between us and and we're looking at a, at a Krishna conscious perspective um, so you may not find that so easy with someone but what you will find is your community right? community of devotees so therefore yes uh, there are the community of my disciples and amongst them some friends right? and then beyond the greater community of, of devotees um naturally um my spiritual master is still alive and he is has been very active in trying to be available to devotees and he will continue to do that right so he'll do something different from me uh you know different mood but he'll be there and uh yeah, for others, my sannyasi disciple Keshav Maharaj is also going to help in supporting disciples, and otherwise, uh, so many uh, sannyasis or other senior devotees will naturally support. Yeah, so some people really feel, yes, I need to go and find another person. And then I feel comfortable. And others will say, no, I wait with that. And I'll just rely on community. So both are okay. But to too quickly, art artificially, uh, you know, find some, uh, some, some guru, you know, that doesn't work just because you have to have one. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you also. Well, the last one, and then it's, uh, it's lunchtime, and lunchtime is holy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in, in my world, you know, like, I can be flexible about certain things, but I'm not flexible about lunch. You know. <laughs> is my lunch already here? Nitai? No, he, he must have gone. Uh, is it lunchtime? Should we bring it? <laughs> uh. Okay, next. Okay, go for it. Manumai. Please accept my humble obeisances, Maharaj. Yeah. Um, my question is when you spoke about inclusiveness and like, okay, hello. 
Yeah, there he is, Harry Bo. So the kind, the, the, the kind of work, like when I, I, I meet a lot of people and listening about their stories and their part of, you know, pain and trauma, etc. And when you spoke a great deal about inclusiveness, uh, in your experience, uh, when we think about including people from a point of view of uh, compassion, yeah. we also deal with we also deal with exclusion because we are also in a community and with that exclusion sometimes a lot of judgment comes and it's both ways you know it's not individually in your experience how have you dealt with that judgment if at all it was there while you were trying to be inclusive for everyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah i i Sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work. You know, sometimes people are, indeed, I try to be inclusive towards everyone, but when I pay attention to one, I'm not paying attention to another, and and some people, they tend to always need attention, and some people never get it, and it's, it's quite complicated. Uh, what to do? Um, so I cannot give, especially if it's a larger community, equal time to all, that's too complicated. But uh, I try, and sometimes I'm judged that I'm like neglecting people, some people are upset with me, you know, you, I mean, that's just the other day there was a disciple uh, who had been around, who's been around for uh one and a half decade or so, and who uh, who said you didn't open my message for the last two months? Yeah, so I didn't open up the previous message. I opened up that the the, the new message. Yeah, uh, well, you know that should should explain something, right? It means that I'm not keeping up with uh, with all the messages as much. Now, why would that be? Because I'm cold, because I'm not interested, because I'm selfish, um, because I'm I'm busy uh, enjoying my own senses, or could it be that it is because my health is not good? <laughs> yeah, and maybe I didn't answer your message. I'm talking about that particular person, that person's message, because I'm not healthy, and and I can't keep up with all this. You know, telecommunication, and, uh, and amongst all this, amongst all this, like, then what is the motivating factor? Because there is going to be judgment. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be negative judgment sometimes, and but you know, you have to be above it, and saying, yeah, Krishna, Krishna knows, Krishna knows everything. Krishna knows that I'm trying, I'm trying to do my best, that I'm trying to be a decent person, that I'm trying to be nice. Trying to help people as much as I can, not too much. How much can we absorb from people's problems? Sometimes we need some inspiring association also. Right? It's like how I can deal with depressed people. I can deal with people who uh, who are struggling uh, for a while, but I also need some time with with just and have some fun with people. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we have to find the the balance. That's that's also make sure we we spend we have some fun time with the devotees, 
and then some compassionate time. And yeah, if they judge us, oh well, what can you do? That's that's life, you know. Yeah, just uh, starts set, setting it up on the on the table. Yeah, that's life. But community is not always simple, but at least I raised the point today with the desire that we make an effort, right? And said if we come together, then that will create more of, of a community spirit than if we all sit in our own houses. That's why I wanted devotees to invite other devotees. But if your house is small, or your budget is really low, <laughs> then it may be difficult, you know. So, but you can invite a few people then. Yeah. But somehow or other. So, how are you? Otherwise, your your boy is growing up. No, and it's good to uh, to see you. And uh, yeah, I hope all all is all is going going well, as good as as it can be in the material world. Yeah. Okay, I said my uh, my lunch time is sacred, and it's being uh, so. I'm going to escape. Yeah, the lunch is 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 being unpacked on the table. And that usually brings me out, quite out of any Zoom. So, dear Zoomers, I, it was great to see you all. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I hope to do this uh, sometimes, a bit more often, because I think uh, it's, uh, it's nice. Someone's asked, when will be the next session? Well, I'm doing different countries. Like last week I did America, I've done Mauritius, I've done the Czech Republic, I did Germany in German. Uh, I'm going to do uh, uh, L'Ile de Maurice. Yeah, oui, oui. Uh, and I guess then even the Mauritians, I'm going to do a program for the Martians, and then even the Martians who live in Australia can also partake. So... Uh, like that, I'm trying to go around the world, but I'll be back with all of you for for more. That's the plan. So, thank you very much, and uh, see you soon. I'm going to give the phone back to its owner, who will uh, turn it off. This is Surabi Kunju, who kindly lent us the phone. Uh, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave it back to you. Uh.